Welcome to the Housing Hour with Kevin Ray, a locally produced program devoted to bringing you a fresh perspective on housing, diving into the issues that matter most. The Housing Hour with Kevin Ray is presented by Mortgage Investors Group. Now, Kevin Ray. Welcome into the Housing Hour. This is Kevin Ray. I'm your host. I'm here with executive producer Mark Griffith, and he does quite a bit more as well as co-host. I tell you what, it feels like it's been forever since we've been on the mic here. Um, we had our series that we've just completed with uh, The Greatest Generation, Echoes from the Greatest Generation, which I think went very well. Um, and we're just excited to be back in studio. And we have one of our longtime guests here with us today from Prudent Energy Systems, um, Scott Higgins. And Scott, we want to First of all, thank you for coming in again. Good morning, and I, I appreciate it. Absolutely, absolutely. And we'll, we're gonna we're gonna talk about my audit that we had on my house here in a moment. And before we do that, let's reset where we are, where we came from, and where we're going. So. We've been doing this Energy Star series, and part of that has been to kind of pull the curtain back, if you will, on what that all that means. What does the Energy Star mean? What does it mean to you, the listener, that day-to-day, what does that look like? I know you've seen the Energy Star label maybe on washer and dryer. You've seen it on appliances. You maybe even have seen it on some vehicles. But there also, some may not know, that Energy Star is actually available for your residential property. And I think that's a big deal for people to understand. So that's what Mark generated the idea. Um, Scott has been our resident expert, and he has brought in some of his own experts from the field where he works in this area. And we've really, I think, hit a home run with this series. I think it's really been eye-opening, especially for me, since I just discovered how poorly designed, if you will, or not designed, but poorly my home is as far as efficiency goes. So we've had installer, uh, someone come in from the, I guess, uh, places where they actually have the products that you purchase, whether that be the wood to build the home. We had, um, we've Which had Tyndall's Tyndall's. And we also have the gentleman from Farragut. His name is escaping me. John Householder. John Householder, who came in and talked about the code. Um, because ultimately, we're going to have over the next few years, the code in our areas are going to become more strict as it relates to energy efficiency. Farragut adopted um, some of the new codes as it relates to not the full Energy Star requirements, certainly, but as far as um, the HERS rating has to be at a certain level. So, Without me trying to get into too much detail, because I honestly don't know what I'm talking about, let's first start by telling you how to plug in with us. You can plug in at www.thehousinghour.com. That is the mothership of all of our information. And we're on social as well. It's facebook.com slash thehousinghour. You can also find us on Twitter at thehousinghour and on Pinterest as well. Mark pins boards on there for us all the time. All the time. So um, there's where you can plug in with us. And we would love for you to share this show um, with your friends and family uh, going forward. So, so Scott, you came out to my home um, and you just, you just did a full audit of our entire home. And that's kind of where you start with the public when they are looking to kind of assess where their home is. Can you just give me the 30,000 foot view of what exactly you did? 
Absolutely. Uh, first thing we'll do is we'll get on site and do an exterior evaluation. Just look at the drainage plane. Uh, the idea is to keep, uh, you know. I didn't see you doing that. Contaminants out I'm of just the stores. <laughs> well, you're inside in the air condition. <laughs> exactly. Um, so we'll go through and, and just make sure the drainage plane's intact with an exterior um, uh, evaluation, gutters, downspouts. Next, you know, going through the crawl space, um, attic. Again, just doing visual inspections, uh, and and the whole idea is um, when you're doing the visual inspections with the house is looking for any bypasses in the thermal or air pressure boundary. Mm-hmm. Those are where your inefficiencies are going to lie. Um, so the next step is to actually bring out the equipment and test the duct system. Which, before we go there, yes, sir. before we go there, because people that are listening that maybe are just jumping in on this this particular show, um, first of all, I would recommend that you go back and listen to the other parts of the series to get more detail. But basically what Scott does is he's looking for us as the homeowner, me and my wife and two kids, to determine what exactly the efficiency is of our home. And he's going to do an, he's doing an audit. So he's going to be able to, he's, I've got the report right in my hands that tells me his findings. So I'd meant to set that up and, and that's what he does. And I, you know, prudent energy system is, is a great one. Uh, I've had great success. I'm very happy with what the product that he's produced to me. Um, and you can do that as well by contacting him and his information is on our in our page and our, right. on our um, website so that's where he came out he had a helper with him and they were just all over the place so you were talking about we went into the crawl space you were doing a visual inspection and then you were going to talk about the blower door thingy <laughs> the blower door and duct blaster which a blower door will test how tight your home is it's a fan that pressurizes or depressurizes your home figures out how many air changes your home's achieving and that's the, mm. the uh, compliance barometer uh, same thing with the duct blaster test how tight the duct systems are um, with respect to the condition floor area that they serve. Mm-hmm. Um, so at that point, we've got that baseline established, um, which is great, but where's the problems? Mm-hmm. And with that equipment running, that's where we can go through and identify those um, problems specifically. Um, for example, with the, the duct blaster, we had the fog machine running mm-hmm. um, where the fog was pouring out, you know, yeah. was was a lot. It wasn't pouring out. No, I'm just kidding. Well, let's start back with the visual first. Let's talk about that because when you were doing your visual inspection, um, you know, you, I remember you calling me and saying, hey, here's something to just kind of think about. And there were a few of those. For instance, and our, and our home is a new home, just so everybody knows. And we'll tell you about the results in a moment, but they were not great. And it is a built within the last seven, eight years. So this energy efficiency, just because it's a new home, quote unquote, doesn't mean that you're going to have an energy efficient home. It's kind of like when you buy a brand new GMC Tahoe, you think, oh, it's got to be a good gas mileage. I'm not sure why I use that accent, but that's what came out. <laughs> but it's really not. It's, it's, you know, it's 14 miles per gallon. And so just because it's new, that doesn't equate to energy efficiency. But when we were doing the visual inspection in our home, we had this little third floor loft area, like, you know, up above. And you pointed out a couple of things that you just visually saw, and that was around those doors, right? Absolutely. Um, You know, the doors that, you know, um, each side of that room um, had an attic space that that it was uh, adjoining to. Right. And each one of those doors, or neither one of those doors, had had weather stripping. And Mm -hmm. again, something super 
easy fix, a low-lying fruit that will give you a tremendous bang for your buck. And the reason why that one was so important is it being on a third floor. And, you know, if you think you've got a stack effect when, when you're heating your home in the wintertime, mm-hmm. um, that hot air rises. And, and just a background real quick, a lot of this, ener- uh, most of the energy efficiency is driven towards when you're when you're heating your home. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and I know we're in a mixed climate zone, but so when I, when I talk about hot air rising, I know it's summertime, but anyhow. Mm-hmm. So, in the wintertime, you've got that hot air rising, and it's you know that's a great avenue for it to, to escape. And, and one cubic foot of air out of your home, one cubic foot of air comes into your home. Wow. Well, you, you had mentioned when we were doing the visual inspection, which is done at the very beginning of this audit, you were mentioning that I bet you if we had a thermogenic camera in here, you could see it would be amazing to see the hot air coming up. Um and, and the reason that there's so much air going through there is because those two attic doors that are set off on the each side of that bit, that room, those are your thermal boundaries. And there's breaks in them right there because there's no weather strip or there's no strips around it. Exactly. Now, right now, it has painter's tape, painter's tape glued around it until we get to that next step, which is the repair coming soon. But the but that was just, I mean, Mark, that was just a visual inspection that he saw that. And that's what a lot of this is. But still, uh, what most people don't understand is when somebody like Scott comes in with the heavy equipment and puts it in. And it's not a big deal to hook all this up, and it's not expensive to hook all this up. But you can only do a visual will only take you so far. It's exactly. the equipment that's going to really determine what you need to do. That's right. Because there were several other things that we'll get to on the second floor. We found some issues on the first floor. So, I mean, there was more issues that was that were discovered beyond the visual inspection. But like he mentioned, those were the low-lying fruit, and you could just see that. Because one of the complaints, and if you're listening to this program, maybe there's a room in your home that it's just constantly not climate-controlled. And you're thinking, why is it always hot in here? Why is it always cold in here? No, it's not a ghost. <laughs> you know, It's more than <laughs> Likely. coming up in October. Exactly. More than likely, that means that there's something going on. You know, as an example, one of my complaints to Scott was in our downstairs master bathroom, it was either always hot or always cold. Well, we went down to the crawl space, and, and it was very quick that he discovered a couple of other things, which was confirmed with the blower door test and the, the alpha gamma blaster. What was it? The duck blaster. The duck that, blaster. Well, that wasn't part of that, but yeah. I mean, right. It definitely was confirmed with the uh, blower door test. The blower door, right. Yeah. Exactly. So so now, um, was there anything else in the visual inspection that you discovered? A big spider was down there. Oh, my heavens. Yes, there was a spider the size of a softball, was it not? It was huge. It was That's the massive. biggest spider I think I've ever seen. Exactly. It was very, very large. Um, <laughs> but anyway, I had forgotten about that. I have some video of that on, on my <laughs> iPhone. And as a matter of fact, before I forget, um, I will have some pictures up on our website of this that he was doing and a couple of little video clips so that people can... You know, while you're looking, go we'll on post to that it right spider now. Yeah. Too. yeah, come on. Actually, we have it there right now. So you, we do have that right now. So go on and check it out. You can see the spider. You can see kind of what we're, <laughs> what we're talking about. So now you're doing the visual test. What's next after the visual test? After the visual, that's, you know, we're ready to run pizza. the equipment. We have pizza then. <laughs> had, had a good lunch. Thank you again. Yeah, and uh, uh, we'll, we'll run the equipment and, you know, pinpoint and identify, you know, where those inefficiencies are, what rooms are more connected or less connected to the, to the house. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, your, your bedroom or your bathroom was a, was a great example mm-hmm. um, of that. And just to give folks a background, it was a, um, a jacuzzi-type tub, mm-hmm. and, you know, a lot of them have it. But it's it, been used twice, by there, the way. There was an access 
panel for the to, to access the motor for something goes wrong. Right underneath that tub, um, the floor's cut out for the the plumbing system. Mm-hmm. So when we had the blower door hooked up, it was pulling air from your crawl space through the the uh, cavity in that tub and out that vent cover into the home, mm-hmm. explaining why there was such a comfort imbalance depending on the conditioning season. Comfort in imbalance. Your, in your That's bedroom. exactly what it was. Super easy fix, though. And right. it, I mean, you're not talking, you know, redoing a bad bathroom. I mean, it's something you access from the crawl. And it's covered up, so no one would really determine it until you hooked up the well, lower door. Exactly. And, right. Um, well, I think his experience... Probably he was able to say this was probably an issue right here, but again, it was confirmed, and we'll talk about Definitely the results. Confirmed because yeah, it is what the blower door prevented us from having to do. Is yeah, I think this is an issue, and I'm ninety nine percent sure it is. But you know, with the blower door running, it it showed that disconnectivity between between those two areas, as right. opposed to having to get in and say remove sheetrock or even remove the vent cover for that right. matter. I mean, it just. I can hear people's minds spinning, or the you know, well, this has got to mean these type of these type of things are going to cost me a fortune. Well, to give you an example, just just a small example, what he's talking about right now, honestly, that would not be that expensive to correct that problem because all it's a matter of is sealing off down in the crawl space the access there that. Get, goes into that place where the jacuzzi motor sits, and so yeah, it would. However, you want to do that, you have that spray stuff that that expands the foam, or you know, Just if you wanted to simple building crazy. materials. Yeah. yeah, this is not much. I mean, now if you have this all over your house, well, it could add up a little bit, but. We're not talking about huge, massive things, and that's the cool thing about what I liked about what Scott's done, and he's given me a report, but then he's also given me an estimate that I can kind of a la carte choose what I want to you know, fix right away, or I can put some things off or all of it off, which is kind of what I'm doing right now. But these are just some things that we can do. And so just so everybody that's listening, you know, don't get too caught up in, oh man, how much does this cost? Because honestly, it's not that expensive when you look at the the payment that you get back. And we'll talk more about that in the third segment as well. Now we don't have much time left in this segment, so we're going to put off what we're, we're going to go into next until the next segment. But we're going to talk more about um, the visual test. We're going to fo- follow that up with the blower door and also the other thing that you did and we'll talk about the results because the results surprised me no doubt and it surprised me because you know i had a lot of air exchanges per hour that i didn't expect more than my house uh, yeah more than your house is true <laughs> but it wasn't much and mine was built right. in 1980 that's right exactly <laughs> so we'll talk about that and understand what that really means and we're going to continue this in just a moment. I, I love this series. We want you guys to plug in with us. You can go to thehousinghour.com, facebook.com slash thehousinghour. Plug in with us. Share this show with friends and family. And we want to thank Mortgage Investors Group for being our sponsor. We'll be right back after these messages. Housing Hour with Kevin Ray continues, helping you understand what is really going on out there and what to do about it. Again, Kevin Ray. Welcome back into the Housing Hour. This is Kevin Ray. I'm your host here with executive producer and co-host Mark Griffith. And also we have uh, Scott Higgins with Prudent Energy Systems. 
You know, we're talking about the audit that was done on my home just a few short weeks ago, and we're talking about, you know, why we did that, what the results of it were, and more importantly, what we're going to do going forward to try to implement some of these suggested changes. Um, and if you think about it, you know, the home is really probably the mo- your most important asset. If you look at what you have, it really is your most important asset. You know, you have your family there, you know, and there's some things that you really want to be sure of when you're um, owning a home. Obviously, you want to have good air quality. You know, you want to save money if possible by having your home being efficient in your utility bills. Comfort's very important to a lot of people as well. And I know personally, I have, a, I feel responsible to keep my home, home green, you know, make sure that I'm doing what I can to protect the environment. And if you think about it, you think about some of the things as far as safety goes. You think about mold and mildew sources. You think about inefficient water heaters, refrigerators, and gas range ovens. You think about the the safety concerns involving the things that are like, for instance, after we had that hailstorm, you know, and I remember a lot of roofs leaked, and you have mold buildup and things like that. Well, these are things that can be discovered through an energy assessment, and that's one of the things that Scott does. And I'm getting all this information right from his website, prudentenergysystems.com. But that's some things that the uh, energy assessment can uncover, right, Scott? Absolutely. I mean, you know, just a anyone can do an energy assessment on your home. I mean, we talked about you know your your plumbing penetrations from your crawl space. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so so there's generally speaking a lot that that one can do. Um, you know, it's finding the things that are specific to your home, which is is a, can be a challenge at times. And, you know, the comfort piece of it, everybody, I mean, we talk about comfort. I mean, obviously, you know, when my great grandparents were coming up, I mean, I was talking to my grandmother on vacation and I, uh, you know, cause I kept the, the big thing that I kept saying while we were on vacation, when people would open the door, I would say, I would, I would say thermal boundary, thermal boundary. That's what I kept on saying because I wanted people to understand that if you leave that door open, then you've got unconditioned air pouring in and guess what's going out? Your conditioned air. So I was being funny about it, but at the same time, I'm being very serious and that's the comfort piece of it. And, and the assessment can be as easy for me, at least when I was at our vacation home, there was this um, little, really nice little patio area. And there was a, um, a, a window that actually came open, um, kind of like it, it, it opened like a little bar area. And the, the, the area that I'm speaking of, it was only closed, but there was no energy strips on the outside of it. We're talking about in South Carolina where the wind is constantly 15 miles per hour. And there was just a steady flow of air that was coming through there. So, you know, me putting my Scott Higgins hat on, you know, I had to mess my hair up a little bit, but I went, I went over there. Exactly. And I went over and I just, you know, I took a a big diet Coke, I mean, a sleeve of of diet Cokes and stuck it against the door because it was always propped open a little bit. And these are just the little things that you can, you can visually see. And it's just common sense, you know, and I can't imagine how much money, Scott, that you could save these people in, in getting, their home energy efficient and making it tighter. And I bet you it would be several hundred dollars a month. I mean, the savings that you see, you know, you say 10 to 50%, you know, those are some of the side benefits, the, the, the safety, the air quality are probably the bigger things. Would you agree? Oh, with, without a doubt. I mean, you know, it's, it's a twofold kind of benefit, if you will. Um, but if, if you can control 
where air is or is not leaving your home, meaning it's not coming from an attic. And when it comes from an attic, it's going to be running through insulation or a crawl space, uh, you know, damp, musty crawl space coming up into that living space. But just eliminating it at that source and, you know, where anywhere you have insulation in your home, that's where you want your air pressure boundary. So, you know, just looking at it at, at from that approach, and when you make those changes, it makes your home tighter, it makes your home more efficient, but it also makes it healthier by, mm-hmm. um, you know, uh, eliminating those those contaminants at the source. Right, um, right, you know, right. That's what a good example is. You know, some some folks have those gaskets on the light switches and outlets and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Uh, they they work good, but to me, the downfall of them is they're not stopping the 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 air infiltration at the source. So in this case, it would be where the wire penetrates from the conditioned to unconditioned space. And a lot of times you would access that from either the crawl space or um, from the attic space, just moving a little bit of insulation. Mm-hmm. So, you know, a lot of this is about education because you mentioned the vacation home in South Carolina. A lot of the, a lot of people and Kevin, you and I have been in the mortgage business and the home business for a very long time. And it's just recent that we started doing energy efficiency in home series and this Energy Star series. And when I had my house done by Scott, as far as energy audit, that I actually started learning about all these pieces. And, and how you are sell. old. And I'm old. <laughs> so I can imagine the struggle that most people have. It's not really, it's not because they're ignoring it or they're not green or they're not being conscious about this stuff. It's just because they don't know. It's That's just right. an, it's simple education. And, you know, we're passionate about what we do. And, and, you know, I like to provide that education and just. And it's not that difficult. It's once you grasp that. And, and we keep talking about that air pressure boundary and that thermal boundary, but as long as they're in continuous alignment, um, you know, and that's the basic Kevin, concept. Kevin gets this now, but he still doesn't understand the duck blaster. No, that's exactly right. <laughs> or the gerbil thermal. The <laughs> that's the other thing. Um, no, and I don't, I don't fully understand it, but I do get the basic content, basic foundation of what you're doing. And for somebody like me who is you know, very interested in protecting my family, you know, and that's why this could probably go in the protecting your family series as well. But I'm interested in that. I'm also interested in the future of our earth. (laughs) I mean, you know, I mean, we want to do what we can, but I tell you my biggest motivating factor, you would think it's money and it is money. I mean, that's a big, that's a big motivation for a lot of people. You know, when I look at our bills going out and I think about the inefficiency of our home when, as it relates to the amount of air exchanges, you know, I'm thinking I need to spend some money to save some money or make some money. And sometimes that's as simple as it gets. I may not understand how you get to where you're going, but that's the same thing about when people are doing mortgages with us. They don't necessarily understand just how you're getting to the closing table. That's not their job. That's not mine or Mark's job either. That's Scott's job. He understands the dynamics. He understands the specific details of it. And what we're trying to unpack here on this show and this series is just to, just to shine a light in there and say, oh, that's what he's doing in there. You don't have to understand every single detail or terminology. Now, his website does a great job to go into the details if you want to learn more about them. But what we're hoping to do is to just shine a light, raise some interest, 
but also you nailed it, education, mm-hmm. because that's what's lacking. And that's what our whole series is about. Yeah, so absolutely. If, if, if you go to the Energy Efficiency Series, we unwrapped exactly how this all started from ORNL. Uh, doing, Dr. Jackson. Dr. Jackson mm-hmm. doing all of that. So, you know, it's a good series, and I think it's an important one. Absolutely. Uh, I think it's going to win a Pulitzer Surprise. <laughs> surprise. <laughs> it's going to be a big surprise. <laughs> That'll look nice on the shelf in the lobby. <laughs> exactly. So let's get back into our energy audit that we did on our home. Um, is energy audit the right word for it, by the way? Audit sort of has a bad um, connotation for, yeah. you know. Because of IRS. Because IRS and uh, insurance. I lost my emails. <laughs> so on and so forth. Yeah. Um, but efficiency evaluation, energy, yeah. I mean, just call it what it is. I mean, okay. you know, you're going in and auditing the efficiency of a home. So. Right. So as you audited our home and you went and did the duct blaster and the the blower door test, um, I noticed you over there on your little calculator. You were like, and you can't see me right now, but you were just looking at it and you were like, this can't be right. This can't be right. <laughs> that was kind of the feeling that I got. He looked, but, he did look a little surprised. Well, and also we do have some zone issues. We've got, you know, several units running and it's like an apartment complex over there. But I mean, finally we figured all that out. And when you did the test, what, what I, what I liked about what you did is that you put everything in place and your assistant put everything in place. And then, you know, you just went about your business and did that. And then you, you called me to the specific spots where you wanted to bring it to my attention. Is that kind of what you do? Yeah, absolutely. That's just part of the process. And we, we can engage the homeowner and, and client as much as they want in the process. Sometimes mm-hmm. they're, you know, I've got, a, I've got this problem. Can you come fix it? And we'll get out there, put our nose to the grindstone and do what we do and fix uh-huh. it. And then, you know, other homeowners just want to be as involved as much as possible. And, and that's a big part of where the, the education piece comes in. Uh-huh. Um, you know, going back to the duck blaster on your house and, and indoor air quality and, um, you know, the, the importance of that, you know, there was a lot of duck leakage, you know, when you caught me looking, um, uh-huh. you know, on, on my uh, phone calculator, what have you. Um, and, and the reason why that's a big concern of mine, especially when you get duck leakage to outside, that means you're losing conditioned air in an attic or a crawl space. And depending on what side of the system it's on, if it's on a supply side, the part that blows the air into the home or the return side where your filter is, it creates a negative effect on the home. For example, if it's on the supply side, your home's going to become negatively pressurized. Mm-hmm. When it's negatively pressurized, it's going to pull air in from the attics, crawl space, whatever imperfections it can find in that thermal slash air pressure boundary. Mm-hmm. If it's on the return side where your air filter goes back to the, the air handler, um, it's going to cause a positive pressure in your home. Mm. And what um, does that do? Well, um, you're going to lose that conditioned air. When your home becomes pressurized, it's going to leak out through the imperfections. Um, mm-hmm. One cubic foot of air in the home is one, one cubic foot of air out. out. So when you have that leak on the return side outside of your pressure boundary, mm-hmm. again, it's pulling air in from the attic Which was crawl space. Um, your most of your leakage was on the supply side, um, which is the positive or the that's going to uh, cause your home to become negatively pressurized, pulling air from attics, crawl space, either whether it's on the supply or it was positive. Because I was thinking, well, that's good, right? <laughs> <laughs> a simple good, yeah. thing that a homeowner can do, um, mm-hmm. you know, going to the visual inspection and talking duck blaster, and the, and the duck blaster tells us the leakage rate. Um, that coupled with further investigation is how we pinpoint it. And in mm-hmm. your case, and this is something we see quite often, but when we, when we had the equipment running, the duct leakage rates were higher. That's when we get the fog machine and we'll blow fog into the, the ducts where that fog's coming out is where we have the issues. Right. Um, going to the, the Ray residence when we, when we did do that, um, 
you know, you were getting a lot of fog coming into the... We had disco lights and everything. In the living space. <laughs> um, you know... Well, one back room was, like, totally fog. The bonus room. Absolutely. Right. Um, and it's what causes that is... And, and and going to any homeowner can do this duct inspection. If you have a duct between conditioned and unconditioned space, pull the grill down. Um, mm-hmm. You know, make sure it's not caulked. If it is caulked, cut the beta caulk so it doesn't pull your paper, the paint off. But pull that duct down. Look at that boot between that boot and the sheetrock. Mm-hmm. If there's a gap, if you can put, you know, a utility knife or something up there and you're thinking, well, I'm in the attic now. Mm-hmm. Um you know, if it's not caulked, there's a connectivity to the attic. That is going to affect your home leakage rate as well as your duct leakage rate. Yeah. So that's why and we're rarely, getting, rarely does any builder caulk those. Uh, so code requires it now, and that's something that. But in we, the past, for, no, absolutely mine, not. Mine had a half inch gap, and all of the uh, front, those registers coming through. So what you're saying is, you need to kick somebody's grill with your boot. Is that what you just said? I'm it, kidding. It's not what you necessarily... To, what you're saying is there may need to be further investigation. You, just because you're inefficient, like your duct blaster is reading something, there needs to be further exploration to determine just exactly what the source problem is. Right. Because it could be something different. It's different. On Mark's home, was it was a completely different example. His yeah. leak was on the return side. Um, as the air handler was attached to return side being where the filter is, Uh but where the filter box was and that run of duct to back to the air handler, there was substantial leakage. Right. And again, we found that through the duct blaster with the fog machine blowing the smoke out. So, and it took about five gallons of foam to fill. (laughs) (laughs) But we we got it. We got it sealed with the foam and the tape. And well, I didn't even know it existed. I really liked in the olden days when we used to be able to make fun of you and your doggy door. (laughs) Now I've got so much going on. But when we get back on the last segment, we're going to talk about the results and we're going to talk about the solution. So let's get to that because we want to really see what we can do to improve our home and, and what that's going to look like. And then, you know, see see what, you know, what we're going to get as a result. Now, do you come back in most of the time or no? You do come back in and make sure that what you're what you've done actually meets the expectations. Absolutely. I mean, that's the whole point of the testing. The yeah. initial testing is, right. is we established, you know, sort of the before scenario, mm-hmm. um, you know, and then we'll go in and, and finite the details. But, you know, once the, the, the um, upgrades are, are performed. Enhancements. Um, the en- enhancements. Yeah. Um, you know, we'll, we'll do another test because that lets you know we were effective and okay. lets us know that, that we were. That's Scott Higgins. That's This is Kevin Ray. This is Mark Griffith. We'll be right back after these messages. Housing Hour with Kevin Ray continues, helping you understand what is really going on out there and what to do about it. Again, Kevin Ray. Welcome back into the Housing Hour. My name's Kevin Ray. I'm here with Mark Griffith, our executive producer and co-host. He's making some hand signals over there. I'm not sure what he's doing. Um, also, Scott Higgins with Prudent Energy Systems. Before I forget, let me tell you how to get in touch with uh, Scott. You can reach him at 865-200-3647. 
correct? Yes, sir. And also, uh, there's just a treasure trove of information also on his website, prudentenergysystems.com. Um, the Housing Hour, we're going to provide also a link to that. If you have maybe our site favorited, which I'm sure you do, um, you can simply uh, click on that and get right over to Scott. Um, and we'll continue to have uh, Scott on. We found him to be a great resource of information, and uh, we sh- certainly appreciate his expertise. also want to tell you guys about Admiral Title just real quick. Admiral Title has been around now for quite a, quite some time, like eight years, um, and they're a tremendous, tremendous closing company. They'll take our closing and get it done for us. As a lender, it's very important for us to find someone that we trust, that we can work with, that can take care of our clients once we turn it over to them. And they, that's exactly what they do. Phyllis has been in the business for, goodness gracious, quite some time. She probably wouldn't even want me to tell you how long, but she's got the real experience, the real world experience, and we trust them. And we trust Terry. Terry is with Adams Law Firm. He's running for U.S. Senate. We've had him on the show. He does a great job with law um, things that you might need his services as well. But definitely give him an opportunity. Admiral Title, 865-531-6060. Admiral Title. All right. Now, so got that out of the way. Um, let's talk a little bit more about the results because um, we talked at the, in the first um, segment about what we were doing, the visual tests, and we talked about what that looked like, some of the initial discoveries that we made visually that still needed to be confirmed scientifically, if you will. But then we also talked about what exactly the test looked like. What's the big picture? Why are we doing this? What are we going to discover? What could we discover? And we talked about the big picture more so from a climate control, a comfort standpoint, also from just an air quality standpoint. And then the utility bills, that's another big thing as well. You want the utility cost to be as low as humanly possible. And then the fourth prong there was being green. You know, everybody talks about being green and, you know, it's not just Al Gore supporters. You know, we all agree that we, you know, we have this earth and we need to do best we can to, to not use up all of its energy. Because I think the consensus is, is that if we keep on the pace that we're on, that the energy will run out someday. Well, and also if you checked out the New York Times last week, they mm-hmm. ran a good article about um, the carbon footprint of not only the countries, but individuals. So Mm -hmm. there's going to be legislation coming down the pike that are going to affect you on an individual basis. That's right. Exactly. That might help your job, too. Well, I mean, down the pike, it's here. I mean, new building codes. But I mean, EPA is coming out with more restrictive guidelines uh, for the whole community. Yeah. Well, and, and right now, the HERS rating, Farragut, you got to have, what is it on a new home? Uh, it's not a HERS rating. Okay. Um, it's it's the air changes per hour, mm-hmm. and right now they're at four, and it's the duct leakage rates. Four? Wow. It just it just dropped from, uh, as of July 1st, permits. Um, or, uh, Mark, you couldn't even, permitted. you couldn't live in Farragut. <laughs> July 1st. They, they kicked me, me out. Any. Yeah, they wouldn't want me in Yeah. And... That's where you know I you know permits pulled, but you know that's where the education piece comes in, and and that's mm-hmm. where we take a lot of pride in working with builders from the moment they pull those permits to ensure they're utilizing. Are you the best private practices. privately lobbying the congressman to increase the requirements so that you just can't. it makes it. it, it you know the the requirements they are what they are um yeah. you but know, there's going to be penalties i mean in to, the form of taxation so i think one show avenues one, to meet it 
something coming down the road will be that you're going to be taxed based on your footprint. I think that's ah, that's what they're working on. Okay. So I think there's a reverse, you know, emphasis on this. I'm joining the Tea Party. This <laughs> yeah. is ridiculous. No, I'm kidding. Um, no, but that's a good point, Scott. I, I tell you. And so when we were looking into the energy audit and we had him perform these tests, the results that came from this audit for me was 15 uh, exchanges per hour, meaning that my home has 15 exchanges. So my conditioned air would go out of my home and I'd reconditioned air out of my home 15 times. Is in, that basically what happened? In one hour. With, with the blow, on, on a blower door. Under natural conditions, it's, it's less, but that's... Mm. But as, that as, gives you a good... Right, right, right. As, as standards are written, for example, you know, um, you know, Farragut's, you know, went from six to four, you know, Energy Star mm-hmm. is uh, uh, five, um, you know, and then there's, you know, other programs that are just air changes per hour, but that's with the blower door running. Right. So that's sort of the... the so it's the, the measurement lingo. of how leaky your home is. Right. Compared to one that is not leaky... You wouldn't be exchanging that many times. And you mentioned off air, which is I think is a good point. Tell tell the listeners what you mentioned about 1980. Your home was built. Yeah, no. I see. I think it's really interesting that uh, my home uh, had 11 uh, exchanges per hour, mm-hmm. uh, which is high. And uh, uh, and it's a 1980 home. Your house is within last seven years have been built, mm-hmm. and it has 15 exchanges per hour. Well, it's a bigger home. There's mm-hmm. a lot more surface area and things to be leaking. Yeah, but. I think, you know, that would indicate to me that all the homes in our country, except for ones that are being applied to the codes that are being written today, are leaky, mm-hmm. very That's leaky. Yeah. And that will probably represents plus 95% of the housing stock in the country is leaky. Mm-hmm. My question is, what can people do about it? And that's the answer is education. It's taking um, Scott's uh you know, service and trying to figure out, you know, what your home is doing. And, you know, the cost is is going to be very minimal to determine how you can get more comfort, save more money, be more green, and have better air quality. So if I'm thinking about, am I willing to sacrifice air quality, money, being more green, and just overall efficiency Am I willing to exchange that for saving a little bit of money? I, I'm not willing to do that. So that's really the question. And so the solution, um, not only did uh, Scott provide me with the energy audit, he also provided me with an estimate. And the very first thing, it's you know one of the just things that he found and discovered in the thing that he suggested was seal existing family room chimney cap and penetrations installed made by others and ensure chimney cavity is in the home's thermal air pressure boundary. That's one of your suggestions. That sums it up. Yes, sir. Um, yeah. And and the reason why is, you know, it's an interior chimney cavity on the first floor. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you have a metal cap, and this is in the chimney looking down. Right. But, uh, you know, there's a penetration in there, but the actual chimney as it rises into the living space is... Connected to the attic and therefore the thermal boundary. The therm- there's a significant gap where the insulation and air pressure boundary is is 
located at that that area and allowing you know that infiltration and once again it once it's into the home you know it gets into between the floor systems and so on and, and so you forth. know what we've been the putting idea. stuff in that attic for years and i've always seen that there and i just thought oh that's just a cool little hole <laughs> you know and i mean but it's costing us thousands and thousands of dollars per year probably in my 1980 home had the same problem yeah a picture's worth a thousand and you're right a picture's worth a thousand words if you uh put an uh, infrared camera on that just chimney cavity alone because it's just sheetrock and on the other sides you're at it Mm. um you know it would you you would have so he he is just blasting through that sheetrock into my conditioned space winter time and vice versa right and that's a big deal and so Folks that are out there listening, I mean, I think that potentially that I could save upwards of a hundred to one hundred and fifty dollars a month, possibly. I, I don't. I mean, that's totally well, just an educated let's, guess. Let's look at it. If you're at fifteen exchanges right now mm-hmm. and you did uh, and sealed the home, I was at eleven exchanges, which uh, Scott thought was high, and I, it sounded high to me. And once that I makes did, mine really high. It does. <laughs> it, it is a bigger home. Yeah. But uh, once I did all the these low hanging fruit mm-hmm. things, I reduced it down to five exchanges. Mm-hmm. So I cut it in half, right? And without with a minimum amount of dollars, mm-hmm. and this is more than just going out and caulking a window seam. And you save some money, and I say definitely save some money. So when I ran out the uh, the amount of usage in the last two years, had you look at it, it was a it was a good savings. Fantastic, and that was even with this winter's included or last right. winter, and and just a higher heating demand, just being as cold as it was yeah. compared to just the other units. Year, so. uh, yeah, the, yeah. Um, wow. And you also noticed other things by having your home more sealed. One of the things that you noticed was less dust. Less dust. That's just was, a byproduct of it. And and the comfort. The comfort, the comfort factor. I mean, you don't have those drafts down, mm-hmm. you know, somewhere, you know, where you think, oh, where did that cold chill come from? And your skin looks so much healthier. And I am feeling so much better. <laughs> Breathing better. Yeah. And so, so that was the first thing. I'm not going to go through every last thing, but just, just understand that I have an itemized list, install weather stripping, remember upstairs. Cause see when he did that air blaster test, or maybe it was the, maybe it was the other one, but you took me to the blower door, yes, the blower door. You took me to the master bedroom where that jacuzzi motor was, was being hidden. Sucking air in the was crawl space air. Yeah, yeah exactly. Right it was next to just, the bed too. Yes, it was. And, and that's, that's bad quality air. And imagine that's bad to, uh, you know, you get that stack effect in the wintertime. That's where that, that air that's rising out through the attic, that hot air rising mm-hmm. goes out those attic doors. It's a great avenue for uh, it to come in. So you're getting all that mold and mildew and those crawl space spiders can get in. in there too. Really? No problem. <laughs> yeah. Well, we sealed that off with blue tape. I need to get that addressed. But um, but not only that, but here's another thing. And this isn't necessarily through what you told me, but it's definitely something that to keep in mind. Do not keep paint and stuff in your in your in your basement because especially when you have big leaks like we do, because that air that is down there is coming right up into your conditioned space. You talk about why your kids are sick and why their immune system isn't working, why you always have allergy problems, you're always coughing and sneezing and just not feeling good. Then that sounds like a commercial. Yeah. <laughs> then those are some reasons because of these leaks. Keeping it, yeah, exactly. I mean, if you've got connectivity between those two areas, mm-hmm. then you know you're going to have those those VOCs. If you will come into the living space. What are VOCs? Um, uh, Vermits, volatile or? organic compounds. Um, oh. Come off paint, carpet. You just, just expected us to know that. Yes. <laughs> um, you know, paint. Paint doesn't have any VOCs as it's manufactured, but. Uh-huh. 
Um, yeah, you're exactly wow. right. You want to keep those contaminants outside of your air pressure boundary, you know, whether it be in a garage, um, you know, putting it in a crawl space isn't a problem, but if your crawl space is connected to your living space, then it is a problem. If your mm-hmm. garage door is not gas- gasketed or substantially airtight and your home comes under a negative pressure, which mm-hmm. is very likely to happen, then you're going to pull those those contaminants in. So when you sealed my house, I went from 11 to 5, roughly. Mm-hmm. I think that's right. Um, what do you think? He's at 15. What, given your experience, Three. I know you hate to, to estimate well, this stuff. We, we've talked about the attic, and there's a lot of other areas that, that, that are just sub, such substantial leaks um, You know that really? we haven't mentioned today that I'm confident you you, you seal those. Um, you know, it's going to be the equivalent of shutting a window. Um, <laughs> so, and a couple of them at that. So, Kevin, I I, I feel that's better than the doggy door. Get you down uh, to, to nine or eight. Oh, um, okay, nine. You know, or eight? and, and, and well, your if you house can't just guarantee that. I'm going to go elsewhere. Design. I'm just kidding. No, that's great. Design. It's it's He's accessibility it. is is an issue, and we strike that cost balance when you get into. It's not really feasible to get into removing sheetrock and yeah. disturbing I like finishes the visual, and whatnot. I like the visual aid you just provided me because, you know, for somebody who doesn't want to do this, they just don't like spending money. Or, you know, maybe they're just thinking, well, that's not worth what we're paying. Think about it. Closing three windows. You're closing down three windows. That's basically what I'm doing because you have air pouring into this home. So that's a very good visual. I'm going to use that. I guarantee every house out there right now has around 11 to 14, 15, every single one of them. Probably 16 because mm-hmm. it's one more than mine, but no, I'm just kidding. But also think about <laughs> one other thing. We're looking for 17. We only have a few seconds left, but I also want to mention in the master bathroom um, area where the, where the bathroom is, in the toilet area, you mentioned there's just there's just hole right there. There's just a hole underneath. And what you what all I need to do is I need to seal that up and the condition and the comfort of that area is gonna be be much better. Absolutely. Those are the low lying fruit. It'll Hang, help the thermal fruit. performance boundary. There's not a lot of air infiltration at that, you know, mm-hmm. the toilet assembly except for maybe where the supply line is. And those are not VOCs that you want coming back. Oh up. no. I'm just gonna tell you right now. So speaking of carbon footprint. That's right. Well, uh, Scott, this has been tremendous, very, very helpful. And thank you so much for the time and energy that you put in to this uh we really appreciate you i i appreciate y'all having me on and uh my goodness it's it's great and thanks yeah. for everyone out there listening absolutely well share this show with friends and family you can find it on the housinghour.com facebook.com slash the housing hour mark griffith and kevin ray we want to thank mortgage investors group for being our presenting sponsor and we want to thank you for listening we'll see you guys next time right here on the housing hour That's the Housing Hour with Kevin Ray for today. Join Kevin and his guests each week at this time to keep up with the why and the why not. You need to know, so come here to find out. This program is presented by Mortgage Investors Group.